So the big question is this, how are investors like us who don't have a PhD in finance or millions to start investing, how do we grow up bank accounts to build real savings and retirements and yet still have the time to do what we really love? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. Awesome, guys, I'm super excited. Today I'm about something I think a lot when I was starting day trading and trading nine to do. And, uh, and that was market And also, I just, there was this guy I was talking to, and he was talking about stock market, which was awesome. I told him a little bit about what I do, trade nine to do, how much I run, and active stock swing trading, everything. I just love it. Super awesome stuff. And then, you know, with most people that I meet initially, they always kind of say the same thing. They're like, well, don't study proof that uh, active stock market management is actually bad, question mark? And don't active stock managers actually make less than the market? And that's uh, that's kind of something I want to talk about today. And also, it's just sort of paying that market tuition so that you can uh, start learning, uh, excuse me, uh, about technical analysis, about you know those two magic words that have changed my life. So uh, with that said, let's get started right into it. I remember you know, when I first started uh, swing trading stocks, that's when, or uh, not too investing too, but mostly I was getting into swing trading. I was learning about you know, all these amazing technical indicators, these technical patterns. And uh, when I was trading these, it was like, whoa, dude, you look at the pattern, you learn the pattern. And then something really, really weird happened was, um, excuse me, thank you. Uh, you would see a stock, the stock would go and it would fit the pattern. And then after the stock fit the pattern, instead of like, you know, just doing whatever the market says it does and doing random stuff, it would actually follow the pattern. So, if you could find the patterns, all of a sudden, you're able to find these outperforming stocks. These stocks were you can actually you know, accurately and repetitively predict their price movements, which is super cool. Because when you do that, all of a sudden you turn the stock market from the game into, you know, a consistent the probability, the math is in your favor. You can win, right? That's you know a lot of people say with a lot of investing, which is at least outside of indices, right? So when, when people talk about active stock managers that can't beat the market, which is totally, totally true, right? Those are a little bit different from 90 new trading or swing trading on an individual basis because most of the people in those situations, hey, you're actually looking at these uh, these managers, right? These money managers that have control over millions and millions, sometimes billions of dollars, right? Trillions of dollars. I mean, it's insane. And um, what they do is they take masses and masses of people's money and then they try to find a solid, you know, uh, a couple of stocks invested, and they use diversified funds, obviously, just like we talk about in Nine to Noon. Uh, but the point with it is that it's their entire job to manage hundreds, thousands, millions of people, millions of people's portfolios. A great part of a lot of their portfolios. So because of that, they have these huge, huge position sizes, hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in any stock, um, which is very, very different from you know most individual investing with Nine to Noon because you know when you're trading for yourself. The beginning, you know, I mean, for most, it's it's usually you're not going to have hundred million dollar positions. Every portfolio is worth billions and billions of dollars, right? Instead, ooh, sorry. Um, you're going to have options, uh, much more options. You'll be able to enter positions a little bit more freely, right? Like I talked about in chapter 36 in the book about brokers, they have these things called dark pools. And uh, without you know getting too much into the book, like, well, I'll give you what I can give you. I mean, here's the deal, right? You have these really, really big financial institutions, and the entire goal is uh, for them to make these huge, huge trades, right? So what they do, if they did it in the public market, right? If I was going to buy a bajillion shares of GE, right? Like, price is determined by supply and demand. So these guys that want to buy these huge amounts of shares, they're creating an entire marketplace 
of supply and demand. And if they put a huge order in like that, there's a bunch of demand. That's going to increase the stock price. So they're going to increase the average price share of a given GE stock. Um, that individual creates this insane supply of demand for security, and because of that, there's a ridiculous jump in the, in the price, right? If I try to buy a million shares or something, it's probably going to go up 10%, give or take, if uh, on average it's only 1,000 shares traded a day. Now, on something like GE, a little more liquid, it might take a bigger position to do that. It might take, you know, a couple hundred, uh, whoa, shit. It might take a couple, you know, a lot more to, uh, to get there. Oof, but... The principle is still there. Want more stock market secrets? If so, go get your free copy of my best-selling book, Nine to Noon. You can get your free copy plus $11,176 of unannounced bonuses completely for free at 9tonoonsecrets.com. Inside 9 to Noon, you'll find the top 38 secrets we use to double our portfolios every two years and make upwards of 10% per trade daily. 